Proceeding by plane to Hanoi, a town in French Indochina, Terry Lee and Pat Ryan discovered many large wooden cases marked farm implements and addressed to Baron de Plexus Plantation. They were being shipped on the same train that was taking them to the interior town of Leokai. The shipment was guarded by a man with a scar on his jaw, a tough customer, it appeared. In today's transcribed adventure, we'll join Pat and Terry aboard the train. Terry and the Pirates is brought to you by the makers of Libby's Tomato Juice, one of Libby's hundred famous foods. Right now, it's the duty of every good American to keep strong and fit. Men and women, boys and girls, our country needs all of our health and strength. So now more than ever, it's a duty to eat the right things. And with Libby's tomato juice, that duty becomes a pleasure. This tomato juice is so grand tasting, so rich in glorious red ripe tomato flavor, that you'll want to have it plenty often, and you should. Because Libby's tomato juice is a swell source of needed vitamins. I'll bet you've heard how important vitamin C is, and also vitamin A. Well, Libby's tomato juice is an excellent source of both those vitamins. And it also contains vitamins B1 and G. Now, all those vitamins are good reasons why you ought to drink Libby's tomato juice. And its super delicious flavor makes drinking it a treat. So ask your mother to get this keen-tasting juice that has so much to contribute. Libby's tomato juice. Your whole family will go for it. Mother will find that keeping a few cans always chilling in the icebox is a popular idea. And then you can have a big cold glass full whenever you want it, with meals or between meals. Remind Mother tonight to put Libby's tomato juice on her grocery list tomorrow. Libby's is spelled L-I-B-B-Y-S. And now, Terry and the Pirates. Let's get aboard the heavily laden freight train as it moves off toward the mountains, as it moves off toward the mountains and jungles of the Indochina border country. There is only one passenger coach, and that is cut down to one compartment big enough to accommodate four people. Pat Ryan and Terry are seated there, gazing silently out at the green tropical growth that crowds close to the single line track. Charlie, I could sit up and make a nap if it wasn't for one thing. I could do the same if it wasn't for several things. Thinking about Dylan Kane and why he disappeared from the Smythe Heatherstone plantation? That's one thing. But what's in the crates this train is hauling to the Plexus plantation? That's what I'd like to know. Well, maybe we'll find out when we get to Leo Kai. Stuff will be dumped off there and taken to the Plexus place. Yeah. And I'm wondering about the only other passenger on this train, that gangster with a scar in his jaw. Yeah, same here. <laughs> you know, he's going to be sore at us after that trick we pulled on him back at the Hanoi station. Served him right, the big hoodlum. <laughs> When we said we were special nationality inspectors and made him take his shirt off because he might be a Brobignadian spy, <laughs> I could hardly keep a straight face. Yeah. But just the same, Pat, Scarface is a dangerous man. Any man with a gun is dangerous, Terry. I wonder where he is. Well, he'll have to come in here sooner or later unless he wants to ride back there in a freight car with his precious farm implements. I wonder if he knows he's working for the dragon lady. No, I'd say he doesn't know. He must think the top boss is the plexus. I doubt if he's even heard of the dragon lady. That's about right. Well, if he's going to come in here and make trouble, we may as well have it over with. He looks like a boozer, Pat. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. Sure, but sometimes they don't fall so easy. That fellow has a gun in his pocket, like you said. Well, let's not borrow trouble. I'd hate to arrive at the Smythe Heatherstone looking like a first aid victim. 
That's no way for a new plantation manager to start his job. But may I help you, Mark? That's a thing. Besides, I'd like to look fresh and healthy so I could start finding out what's become of Dylan Kane. Well, we won't be fresh and healthy unless we eat. There's no diner on this junk line, Terry. We're lucky to have these passenger seats, the only ones on the train. We'll have to share this space with that roughneck if he wants to come in. Never mind about the diner. Look here. So what's in that package? Food? Yep, enough for a half dozen people. Found a shanty near the Hanoi station. They made up some sandwiches and stuff, and, well, I thought we might be hungry. Oh, bless your funny little heart. You're wonderful. <laughs> Thanks. Just using the head? No, that's using the stomach. So, if you don't mind the picnic lunch effect, we can sit here and grab a bite. Oh, fine. Let's see. How about fresh water? There must be a tank at one end of this car near the engine. I'll dig up a couple of glasses and... Well, what's the matter? What are you... I think somebody's outside the door listening. Now, look. I'll jerk the door open quickly and we'll see if... Okay. Well, say, I could sit here and eat all the food myself. Say, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to open the door so quickly. Are you hurt, mister? What's the idea? What's the idea? Who pushed me? I guess the train lurched and you fell against the door. Too bad. You better sit down and get your wind back. Yeah, well, I was coming in here anyway. Conductor said this was the only place on a train for passengers. What are you boys doing here? We're just watching the sunshine. Oh, here. This is your hat. Yeah. We're going to eat lunch. You care to join us? Yeah, sure. We have plenty of food. Here, have a chicken leg. Go ahead. You must be hungry, too. Well, don't mind if I do. Thanks. Sorry I've been so tough with you, lad, but i got a job to do. Why, anyhow? Oh, just a little expedition to the Plantation Hill country. Going to dig up a few facts. Oh, some of them science guys, eh? I wouldn't know nothing about that book line and stuff. Maybe not, but you're smart in other ways. You managed to get out of the United States in time to beat that safe-cracking rap in San Francisco, even though they did find your gun with your fingerprints on it. Gosh, huh? You've been trailing me, I know it. See this? You won't take me back no place. I'll shoot the first one in a Sit down, sit down, fella. Use that thing across your head. Put that widow maker away. You can't pull another trick on me, buddy, and this time I'm in. Listen, even if we were police, we couldn't do you any harm here in Indochina. Yeah. I guess that's so. Of course it is. Relax, mister. Yeah, but you, big boy. How did you know so much about me? Oh, just a little old Sherlock, that's me. Simple. I knew you were a safe tracker because the fingers of your right hand have been sanded down. They were raw. Ah, uh-huh. Next, you have a new hat with a San Francisco label indicating you recently came from there. Your right-hand fingers have also been burned with acid to destroy fingerprints. You're not a well-educated crook, hence I figured you were a safe tracker. Well, say, now, you've certainly been observing me. You also left fingerprints on your gun, which I judge was lost. Well, how do you figure that, Pat? Well, that shoulder holster is for a thirty-two caliber automatic, and this man is toting a Luger, which is much too large. Simple, isn't it, Slugger Dunn? Hey, hold on. Wait a second, chump. How did you know my name? Because you have a tattooed on the back of your hand. Must have been done when you first became a fighter. That flat nose and bad ear tell me you've been in the prize ring. Any more questions, my dear Watson? Is that all true, Mr. Dunn? The guy's got me dead to right. <laughs> Say, this is better than getting your fortune told. You know any more about me, Slicker? Oh, I don't want to bore you, Slugger. Go on, this trip would be a pain in the neck if you guys hadn't been along. Okay. 
You came to China down on your luck. You eventually met a man who knew a man who was able to get a nice job lined up for you. <laughs> you're killing me, pal. I don't know how you do it, but you're right on a button so far. Go on. Your job was to pick up, let us say, airplane parts, labeled farm implements, at Irrawaddy, and take them by plane to Hanoi. Then you take them up this railroad to the Duplexus plantation. Give me more. I'm eating it up. You've got my number, but I still don't catch on. Well, there isn't any more. You've been on the job to see that uh, casual passengers like myself or my friend here don't snoop around and see what's inside the wooden boxes. Golly, Pat, I didn't know you could tell so much about a fella. Your pal is a smarty pants, all right. <laughs> what else can you tell me? No, nothing much to tell, Slugger. But I can make a prediction. Huh? What's that? What's a prediction? That? Yeah, what is that? That's sort of looking ahead, looking into the future. Say, now, this ought to be good. Go ahead, shoot. Now, just remember what I say. You're going to get yourself in a bad spot, and very soon, too. With the cop? I don't know. But you can run up against some very dangerous people in this part of the world, and you haven't the brains or the understanding of conditions over here to help you. You'll wish you'd joined another outfit, and you'd better start thinking about that right now. I don't get what you mean, pal. Well, never mind. Let's skip it for now. Well, I'll, I'll keep you a little tip under my hand, buddy. Say, Pat, the train's stopping. This must be a station or something. Let's get out and stretch our legs. We can eat outside on the station platform mm -hmm. if the train stays here long enough. That's just me. Got up to lunch. Come along, Slugger. It's a lot more pleasant outside on solid ground. Come on, let's wander down the platform a bit so Slugger Dumb can't hurt. Okay, Terry. Look, Pat, about Slugger Dumb. How did you worm that news out of him that the stuff he was bringing to the Plexus place was airplane parts? I'm not as wonderful as all that. I just took a long shot. I know, but... About the plane parts, it was this way. We knew that the Baron flew directly to his plantation from Irrawan. That means he has a landing field in his place, even though it's rough country. Well? Well, why wouldn't it be profitable for the Baron to allow China's invaders to ship airplane parts to his property, which is right on the border? Having a landing field, he could assemble the ships, smuggle the pilots in, and they could fly over the border and bomb China with a base close by. Or am I crazy? No, oh, it's not so crazy. With the Dragon Lady's back of all the protection does, then it makes sense. Plenty of it. So you see, Terry... If this much is true, then it may link up with April's brother, Dylan King. Sure, I see now. King may have found out about the airplane parts. Maybe threatened to expose the whole thing. And so the Duplexus gang got him out of the way to keep him quiet. But if all that was true, why wouldn't King go directly to the authorities? He'd go secretly. He could tell what he knew and let somebody else raid the Duplexus plantation. I don't know why King didn't do just that. Perhaps he was afraid his boss, Smythe Heatherstone, would be involved. There might be any number of reasons. Well, looks like we're getting closer and closer to Leo Kai and closer and closer to a lot of trouble. Yeah. But we've got to find out the secret of Dylan Kane's disappearance. And if Deplexus is playing a dangerous game, then I'm going to do the same. What's on your mind now? As soon as we get set at Leo Kai, I'm going to send for April Kane. What? Now remember, it's her brother who's gone. And I think with April at the plantation, we may be able to draw the crooks out of hiding. But, but, Pat, you'll be using April for bait. She'll be the bait to lure the detective gang out into the open. Exactly. If they think April is at the plantation to find out about her older brother, they'll try to cover up plenty. And as sure as they do, they'll fall in their own trap. But, Pat, doesn't you see how dangerous? Of course I do. 
Come on, let's get back to the train. We've got plenty to do in the next few days. Is it wise to let little Echo King come to Leokai and face the unknown dangers at the plantation, the same dangers that led to the disappearance of her brother? I'll ask you a few more questions in just a moment. For a drink that you really go for, a drink that tastes well, makes you feel full of whim and wigger, ask Mother to get Libby's tomato juice. This grand and glorious juice of prized tomatoes gives you lots of vitamins. Vitamins A, B1, C, D. And boy, oh boy, does it taste marvelous. Ask your mother, please, to get some Libby's tomato juice tomorrow, sure. Do you want to help win the war? Then buy United States defense bonds and stamps. Remember, you can get a stamp for just 10 cents. On next Monday's transcribed fairy tale, we're going to be in the plantation village of Leokai at the border of Indochina. Perhaps April Kane will arrive. But I wonder who else will be with her. Burma? Connie? Big Stoop? It's going to be an adventure with all the creepy mystery and surprise.